0: Hey, my history nerds, it's me, Courtney, and welcome back to Hot Tea and History. Short episodes, but not short on the facts. So grab your tea and let's talk about what fun historical event took place on May 8th. Today we're going back to 1963, when Sean Connery stars in the first Bond movie, Dr. No. On May 8th, 1963, with the release of Dr. No, North American moviegoers get their first look down the barrel of a gun at the super spy James Bond, codename 007 the immortal character created by Ian Fleming in his now famous series of novels and portrayed on-screen by the relatively unknown Scottish actor Sean Connery. Connery had acted in a repertoire of theater and television and scored some bit parts in small films before landing his first significant role opposite Lana Turner in Another Time, Another Place in 1958. Bigger roles followed, notably in Tarzan's Greatest Adventure in 1959. Harold Saltzman and Albert Broccoli, the producers of Dr. No, had other actors in mind to play Bond, including Cary Grant and James Mason. Fleming himself preferred another leading candidate, David Niven. After winning the role, however, Connery swiftly made it his own. Co starring Ursula Andress, Joseph Wiseman, and Jack Lord, Dr. No sends Bond, a British Secret Service agent, to Jamaica to investigate the murders of a fellow agent and his secretary. There, he is forced to confront the villainous scientist, Dr. No. With the help of a bikini-clad seashell collector, Honey Rider, and a CIA agent, Dr. No established many signature elements of the Bond film series, including its distinctive theme song, fast-paced action sequences, sexy Bond girls, both good and bad, and Bond's fondness for vodka martinis, shaken, not stirred, and of course, how he introduced himself as Bond, James Bond. Connery went on to appear in six more Bond films, including From Russia With Love, Goldfinger, Thunderball, You Only Live Twice, Diamonds Are Forever, and After a Ten-Year Hiatus, Never Say Never Again. The title of the last film, the unofficial remake of Thunderball, was a self-mocking reference to Connery's past statements that he had finished with the Bond franchise. Though he was a major box office attraction after the overwhelming success of Goldfinger, Connery had reportedly already tired of playing Bond by the time he made Thunderball. After afraid of being pinned down to his famous alter ego, he began seeking out different and more challenging roles, scoring hits with films such as The Man Who Would Be King, with acclaimed turns in The Name of the Rose, and The Untouchables, for which he won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. Connery moved fully out of the Bond spotlight and emerged as one of Hollywood's most vulnerable leading men. Meanwhile, other actors kept the Bond franchise going over the years with varying degrees of success. George Lazenby played Bond in only one film, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, while Roger Moore had a well-received run of seven films, beginning with Live and Let Die and ending with A View to a Kill. After two films starring Timothy Dalton... The Living Daylights and The License to Kill, Pierce Brosnan was credited with breathing new life into the franchise with his debonair portrayal of Bond in four films, GoldenEye, Tomorrow Never Dies, The World Is Not Enough, and Die Another Day. Daniel Craig, a brawnier Bond, made his debut in the hit Casino Royale and continued in Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, and Spectre. Thanks for listening to Hot Teen History. Join me tomorrow to see what historical event took place on May 9th. And remember to share my podcast with all your history-loving friends. Later, nerds.